Welcome to the Align and Hustle podcast. I'm Stephanie Tier, and I'm so excited to get into today's episode. This podcast is all about spirituality, manifestation, and becoming the girl boss that you've always dreamed of becoming. We talk about healing, self-love, growth, and everything you need to evolve into the best version of yourself. I'm so excited to share this time with you, and I'm so grateful for what's in store for this podcast. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Align and Hustle podcast. I'm so excited to be here. This feels so crazy. I cannot believe that this is the beginning. I have been working on this podcast for two years, and it's finally here. It's finally come to fruition. I've fully manifested this and co-created this all in divine timing. Before I jump into my very first topic today, I want to tell you a little bit more about the podcast and what you can expect from this new platform that I've created. In this podcast, I'm going to cover so many topics, some of the things you've probably never even heard of before, but everything that I'm here to talk about lives under the umbrella of spirituality, growth, personal development, self-love, self-help, and lastly, entrepreneurship and business. This is a place for you to learn amazing new things, get in touch with your heart, nourish your soul. I can promise that you will leave every single episode of this podcast different. You're going to be more connected to yourself, more aware of the value within your life and the people around you, and understand how to become a badass co-creator and manifest your dreams. I created this podcast to give myself a space to share what I've learned on my self-exploration and self-discovery journey, and I'm so excited that all of you get to go on this journey with me. I'm so thankful I get to be a part of bringing you into your spiritual awakening, I can't wait to see how these episodes help you. I'm also so excited to grow and evolve with all of you because we all elevate each other. After all, spirituality literally is the constant evolution of consciousness. And so very literally, we're all in this together. This is a light energy and positive space. And the topics I'm going to discuss are so life-changing and will absolutely light a fire under the creator, the empath, and the badass inside of you. I truly want to help you in the places of life that I wish I had had someone to guide me. And all that I ask of you is that you commit to doing the work and to always keep in mind that you come first. As you will learn as you listen, self-love is not a one-time practice. And to reap the benefits, you have to put self-care and self-love first every single day. If you feel distracted right now or if it's chaotic or loud wherever you are, pick up on this episode later. It's going to be here whenever you're ready. All right, enough intro. I'll shut up. Let's get into this. Starting off the podcast, I want to touch on something very important. Something I've noticed is that so many women will post things on their social media that is either women empowerment quotes or like woke shit about spirituality and healing or a high vibrational point of view, right? And I notice that a lot of the women that are posting these things haven't actually dove into spirituality or committed full force. Almost like a wave of people who seem to be semi-tapped into the spiritual realm. Sometimes it's a little frustrating to me because energetically I can feel that these women don't feel fulfilled inside and that their life is not a reflection of these things that they're posting. I do believe that they post these things so that they can feel connected to those higher energies and they do resonate at a soul level with that message. 
but that it's not lasting for a long period of time because they're not currently in the space where that is their everyday practice and their being. They are not in that being and in that knowing fully. They're starting to awaken to it. And so for these women, I feel like there's almost a missing piece in their current reality that's keeping these things from being their everyday life. It's resonating, but it's not resonating at a soul level. It's a conscious mind level. I hope I'm making sense here. It just lasts for a little while in their conscious mind. But please hear me on this, because if this is striking any kind of truth within you, then it needs to resonate at a soul level, at your subconscious level. You should be feeling it in your heart space. Reading or posting these affirmations when you're only looking at your external self and your current physical human reality is not going to change your life, which is why it's only going as far as you posting it, right? You feel it for a second when you read it, that little like spark in your heart, a little bit of empowerment, and your heart is trying to show you that this is the path to the woman you're supposed to be, but reading and posting them is not the final step. It's the access point to your spiritual growth and evolution. Because if you're resonating with it, then that's a door. So why are we not fully opening it? Why are we waking up every single day and continuing to post things without taking it any farther? When people decide that they want to change their life, usually that looks like starting a new workout routine and going on some new restrictive diet that will magically change their body and restore their vitality. People never seem to take it far enough to really rediscover and discover their true selves. Everything is always temporary commitments and quick fixes. And all of humanity is always working on the outside instead of on the inside. It's always an external fix rather than an internal resonance. Why do we think something as simple as instituting another responsibility or obligation will redesign our lives and somehow make us happy? All day, every day, we consume falsely constructed images of what self-love looks like. We're sold the idea that things grant freedom and a stress-free life. That's getting that latte from Starbucks or getting new makeup that is going to produce this overwhelming essence of self-love that will motivate us to get up and fix our life or make us feel completely better about whatever it is that we've been battling. It doesn't work that way. Why do you think that millions of people are constantly changing their diets to the next new trend because that one just didn't really work for me and constantly discovering this new self-help practice that don't actually produce a long-term change? Things that don't work cohesively and efficiently with the one problem that needs to be addressed is our internal being is where the lack of focus is. I don't know what's worse. That we think external and tangible things will fix our sadness or that we believe something so simple is the answer to what we're really struggling with and dealing with underneath. Self-love is not a singular transaction or a shopping spree. Self-love is a state of being. It's an essence that radiates off of you when you're fully aligned and spiritually in tune with your highest good. It goes deeper than feeling good while you're drinking your amazing coffee or those nice shoes you've been wanting that you finally splurged on. Because the reality of it is, those wholesome, happy feelings we get when we cover our pain and sadness in yummy drinks and tangible items only last for so long. And then we keep wondering... Why do I feel this way if I'm going the extra mile to do something I want, get something I want, be somewhere I want, and so on? And it's because we've only covered up our problem. We're not seeking out the real issue that's lying underneath and dealing with our pain head on. 
We spend so much time thinking that the solution to our problem exists outside of us. The solution is you. The solution to everything you're struggling with. You have the answers to. It's just about awakening to them. The feelings we may have of insecurity, unworthiness, defeat, self-doubt, and disappointment aren't just going to go away because you took a little time to get your mind off of them. Spending time or Actually, I should say wasting time simply distracting yourself from your real feelings isn't beneficial for you. And so we need to tap in and tune in in those moments and say, is this actually serving me and my greatest good? Because if it's not, it has no place in your reality. And further, you should not be enabling yourself to continue a cycle that isn't serving you. And since we're all responsible for ourselves and everything within our reality, Only you can decide and take action when you're doing something that counteracts your healing, your growth, and your evolution. It's important to gain perspective on what distractions really do to us, what the cover-up-my-pain things do to us. If we look at it really clearly, you're only making the problem you're currently experiencing worse because not only are you wasting time with avoidance of it, but then you're feeling even more at a loss every time you come back to your reality and your feelings are still there. It can be draining and defeating to constantly come back to a problem that you've been running away from, especially when you don't know how to solve it. You need to master the art of looking within. We are all going to learn, relearn, practice, probably fail, and then remaster the art of inner work and soul responsibility. It's not going to be easy to view and observe every aspect of yourself and your current reality in the true light that it is, and that's okay. Because some pieces are not meant to be held on to. They're meant to be let go of. And as for pieces you may not love right now, you'll come to the understanding that they hold value and just simply need to be transmuted into a different resonance or you need to gain clarity within your current perspective. Your job here is to learn about every single part of you and deciding which things you want to keep, you have that right. We were born into this reality not to have it happen upon us, but for us to happen upon infinite possibility and opportunity in which we then navigate creating our optimum reality as a result of vibrating through the energy of unconditional love. This is a board game. You hold every piece and every space that will be filled. It's within your cognitive choices and understanding that you create the patterns and the outcomes that you desire. Everything is all about where our mind is at and how our mind is interacting with our soul. And if you don't master that then you'll continue experiencing the life and happenings that you don't feel you're choosing or you don't feel you should own or deserve. So then now we find the remedy. I believe that most of humanity looks at life through a very small, narrow-minded, warped lens. Breaking the generational paradigms and curses of unfortunate happenings within your family is essential. Breaking the mold of who society tells you to be and choosing not to own beliefs that weren't a part of your personal construct is where it all begins. Because if we sit here and carry this baggage of everyone who ever interacted with us and chose our beliefs for us and gave us negative connotations to things we deserve to have based upon our free will and divine right, then I'd say you're living someone else's paradigm. You are living someone else's life experience for them again and again and again. And it is in the lack of decision to choose your own beliefs that we fall into these timelines and these constructs. Without the willpower to pull you out, you will remain there forever. 
And this is why opening up to the true power of your mind is so essential because we have grown up being told and sold that we have nothing unless it is taught to us. But the power our mind holds through intuitive nature alone could carry you through an entire lifetime. So I want to take a moment to reflect and open you to this understanding in a way that will actually get your brain thinking right now. If we're looking at who you are and we're trying to identify more than just a few adjectives to describe you, meaning we're going away from your humanness for a second to get to the resonance and frequency of your soul, your soul's blueprint, who you are in your divinity, right? The best way to identify this is to start looking at who you are in certain circumstantial moments. For example, who are you when everyone around you is yelling, screaming, and blaming you for something? Who are you when people in your life are devastated, broken, and grieving through heartbreak? Who are you when you're in public and interact with other human beings? Who are you in a crisis or fast-paced situation? Who are you when someone hurts you? Who are you when you fail? These questions, these moments make up the integrity of who your soul is. And if you just spend a little time paying closer attention, this is where we're able to identify our true nature and come to resonance with our authentic selves. And here is where we begin to understand that the need to take responsibility for our shit. Because when we begin to stop looking at such a superficial level and we look at the energetic responses we show up with in situations that will continue to occur for the rest of our lives, we realize the pieces that are constructing our reality and the cause for our results we're living and breathing every day. So moving forward at this moment, we must have been pretending to know ourselves then, right? I believe that people only know their exterior, their shield, their mask, their ego their toxic ego, but they do feel this simmering low intensity pull towards a greater calling, a greater good, or a higher purpose. People know the characteristics that they wear most often, the ones that they're most proud of, the ones that maybe suit their career path the most, or even the ones that they don't own but pretend they do because they envy it from someone else. So let's talk about the ugly characteristics then. What about the negative behaviors and personality traits that only show up when we're triggered? Because most people would never own those. They would never take responsibility for those. No one wants to admit the negative behaviors and limiting belief systems and habits that are theirs. They don't want to ever truly own them. Because the minute you take ownership, you take responsibility. And humanity doesn't know how to face their shit and say, if I own this, it's my job to take care of it. So if we're being very literal and honest, the majority of humanity writes off bad habits and behaviors with ease. Oh, I'll, I'll change it one day. Everyone has something they don't like about themselves. But I'd like to ask you this. If you can't even accept yourself as you truly are, how can anyone else ever accept you? If you cannot take responsibility, let alone embrace the characteristics, habits, and shortcomings you may have, why are you keeping them attached to you and your reality? Why are you allowing something you have full control over to make you into a victim of a circumstance you can solve? We are not born with these things. We are born as light beings. We are born as givers. We do not automatically obtain the tactics and strategies to manipulate and sabotage people or things that we experience. We learn them, we see them, we experience them from others and we accept them and we keep them. We take them with us. 
I'm not sure why so few people have realized that it's not who you are. It's who you're choosing to be at these current moments in your reality. It's what you decided to pick up and take with you from the people and things you've encountered. Those behaviors and actions you have seen people do to you, you've subconsciously moved forward doing it onto others with complete loss of remembrance that you never owned them in the first place. We don't feel like hurting people. That is not our MO. We don't genuinely want to lash out or scream at the people we love, but we do because we've been taught that people listen better if it's louder. We are taught that slamming doors and being rude is perfectly normal, even though it's the definition of an adult temper tantrum. We as a human race have never grown up. We have simply aged physically and relived experiences as adults and still do not know how to communicate with one another. When a child is crying and screaming, it's because they do not have the words to articulate what they need or what is wrong. Think about how often people around you and even you yourself just yell or scream when something isn't going your way. You fail to communicate, but it's not because you don't have the words. It's because you've chosen this route to lack expression over fruitful, honest communication. How embarrassing is it that we act like children when serious situations arise and no one even mentions the value in communication and feeling our pain. Because the root of all of these problems is truly rooted in the lack of acknowledgement of pain and honoring our pain and honoring our emotions and our feelings. People would rather walk away instead of coming to a mutual understanding. Humanity can never prosper if we do not look within, at ourselves for everything that we are and honor that. And after that comes accepting it or either changing it so that we don't settle for less. And I think that's probably the most beautiful part about spirituality and spiritual awakenings and evolution. Because when you enter this journey, it can be overwhelming. But you truly only get to live with the things you love and the things that you choose for yourself. You get to acknowledge, honor, and let go of every single thing that doesn't serve you. The highest level of honoring yourself. Letting go of everything that doesn't let your happiness grow. But in order to do that, you have to start with it all. And that requires integrity and commitment and owning your shit. The good, the bad, the ugly. Most of us operate from a place of fear. Whether that's consciously, we do it in our knowing, or we aren't even aware that we're doing it. Fear is the most detrimental emotion and energy that exists. It is literally the energy that creates all destruction of everything rooted in unconditional love. It can literally create false realities in our brain and trigger severe emotional reactions to things that don't actually exist in our current life. When we live with our fears at the forefront of our subconscious, instead of allowing positive subconscious beliefs to rule over our intuition and our law of attraction, we begin drawing in the life that is the exact opposite of what we truly desire. We attract everything we're afraid of. Fear lives in the subconscious, but it comes in and takes over your crown chakra. That's also known as your mind, your conscious mind, the one you use every day. If fear is clouding the judgment of unconditional love, then you can't choose things based out of healing, desire, love, growth, or abundance. Your ego will keep you from choosing those. When we focus on avoidance, we are actually putting the energy into receiving it. The universe isn't picky. The universe is very black and white energetically. It responds to your thoughts that become an emotion. If you constantly speak 
about fear of abuse, fear of abandonment, not being loved properly, not being deserving of the things you want, not receiving money, being broke, whatever it is, you are going to receive what you focus more on because you gave space for the universe to create more of it. And so then this is wrapping into our true responsibility in every regard for our entire life. And that is why I keep saying we are co-creators because it's us who make up our life. It is not happening upon us. It is not random occurrences. Everything is constructed within our subconscious and our conscious mind. And the universe is just delivering what we're asking for. And I can understand that for someone who's beginning their spiritual awakening and coming on this journey for the very first time, that it can be super overwhelming to be like, okay, now I'm responsible for all the shitty things that happened to me. And basically all of this is my fault. Believing that and understanding that now I am the one who's attracting all of these things, intentionally, unintentionally. It's really hard to take responsibility for all the bad things that happened to us. But here's where you can take a conscious moment to make a shift from your ego, from your fear, and elevate into an alchemized way of thinking. If I'm responsible for all these bad things that happen to me, then that means I'm able and in power to create them, which then means I have the power to create the exact opposite within my new conscious choices and my new subconscious beliefs. And then gaining this higher understanding that every single thing we go through, it comes from a place of needing to grow and evolve. And that every single thing we encounter that allows us to evolve, elevates us to a new level and adds in new dynamics into our life that put us on a higher piece of our timeline to experience more of the things that we desire. Because how can you truly get to the end point where your dreams live and everything you want lives at without having full understanding of the things you do and the things you don't want. And how can you know what you don't want until you clear out your fears and experience the things that you're afraid of? One thing that's been very prominent in my life that I used to say all the time, and this can give you guys a little perspective, is we tend to have this victim complex where we feel like bad things always happen to us. When it rains, it pours, right? And I, I still struggle with this to this day, why is it that things always go wrong when we feel like we can't handle anything else? What we're all failing to notice is that the universe and God are going to provide us with the same lesson over and fucking over again until we take away the peace that we're meant to. And if we're not, then we're just re-experiencing the same thing for no reason and putting ourselves through something that we were meant to move on from and move through with grace. I think if you could even attempt to switch your perspective from this isn't ruining my life, but what can I take from this? What if this experience is giving me a lesson that was the missing piece that I needed in order to reach my biggest dreams and goals? I bet you would run your ass back and shift your perspective immediately. So when we switch from looking at our life from why is this happening to me to this is happening to me, because I subconsciously need to heal something within this in order to elevate and evolve in order to be in my highest good and serve others and myself. We're then able to take pain and take beauty out of it and have something to take with us. We are literally making beauty of our pain in those moments. Overall, I think that I mostly want to leave you guys with this. 
Being grounded in appreciation for existence is one of the most pure forms of self-love. Knowing that you are a part of earth, the big picture, the movement of change, that centers you and reminds you of your deep value and that's sometimes not easy to fathom. And so then the question becomes, are you going to show up and serve your purpose? Because we can't do it without you. Knowing that your role, your part, your legacy will go unfulfilled if you don't take the journey of self-exploration and self-discovery. Will you continue your daily life the way that you have? Knowing that your self-mastery will be the most rewarding experience and in turn help other people. Will you let the old behaviors, the thoughts, and negative habits die off so that you can become your best self? Make sure you check back for part two of this introductory episode where I go in depth about my life and I actually share my personal story of what made me into the woman I am today. It's going to be a mind-blowing episode. It's going to literally hit right in the middle of your heart chakra. It gets maybe even too real. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of my podcast. I can't wait to hear and see your feedback. Please tag me on Instagram at Stephanie Tier. Leave me a review on iTunes under a line in hustle. It helps get this podcast out to more women and people who may need it. Share some of the Align and Hustle quotes from the Instagram page at align.hustle on your stories. Connect with other people. I'm trying to create a community here for us to feel love, accepted, heal, and evolve together. And again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here and supporting me on this new journey. I hope you guys have an amazing, beautiful day, and I'll see you in the next one.